Australia is made possible because of you, our fantastic listeners, and all of our wonderful supporters. I am a pretty little Dutch girl, as pretty as pretty can be, and all the boys around the neighborhood are chasing after me. I don't think it was neighborhood because that's too long a word. I don't remember how the lyrics go. I never heard that song in my life. Patreon.com. <laughs> There's some good caffeine. Goes great with cherry pie. Cool great. It's black as midnight on a moonless night. Is that Twin Peaks? Yeah. She makes great cherry pie. Ah. Oh. This must be where pies go when they die. <laughs> Is that also from? Yeah. Yeah. He always has like a tiny little poetic thing to say about oh. pies and coffee. Good old David Lynch. Good old David Lynchy boy. Good old David. I uh, love Lynch quotes. Do where, you? Yeah, where, like uh, they they uh, pop up at my feeds every now and then. The recent thing he said is, uh, it was it's an interview during somebody was talking about this most recent film, and he was like, always, yeah, I hate it when uh, every time I do a movie, I have to do the the. The whole press thing and talk about the movie. The movie is the talking. And I, that's, that one's been echoing in my mind for a while. Uh, now say it like Werner Herzog. The movie is the discussion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how are you, man? It's Friday. Yeah, and that means that we got to get gown. Like, not got to get gown. Got to get gown. Yes. Got to get gown. Got to get that Friday gown. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Which is appropriate because Friday in Reykjavik is the screening of RuPaul's Drag Race. Right, yeah. So uh, They screen it at Kiki every Friday night. Kiki. So you got to get right. your Friday gown. All right, all right, right. got to get frocked. Do you ever go to those screenings? Um, I used to when they were at Gokuren and I had a lot more free time. Yeah. Um, and they're fun. They're fun because like if you've seen the show, mm-hmm. it's fun to, it's a bit like watching The Room. So uh, people have been watching it the night before. Because- no, some people have never seen it. Like they haven't seen the episode and they go and they're, and they're watching it live. Uh-huh. And I remember what they used to do at Gokuren was um, they would... Uh, so in each episode, you've seen one episode, haven't you? I've seen one. Mm. Maybe ha- like not all the whole thing. So, you know, they, they have some challenges mm. and then they have a runway and then on the runway, they get critiques from the judges. Mm-hmm. And then there's a bottom two mm-hmm. and they lip sync for their life. They have a winner and a bottom two of that, of cool, that cool, week. Cool, 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 cool. And what they used to do, which I liked at Gokuren was the, just before the critiques, you'd have a 10 minute break right. and someone would come around with a little form mm-hmm. and you put down who you think is going to win and yeah. who's going to be in the bottom two and who will lose. And if you got them all right, you got a drink for each one. So uh, you have a break, you come back. And, yeah, so uh, it yeah. was. So is the live screen? Is it the streaming? Just when it's happening? It was an honesty system. Honesty system. Honesty system. Yes. But people would not, you know, break those. Yes. Rules. Yes. Have you ever seen somebody like uh, cheat on an honesty system? That's that's so low. Like the take a penny, leave a penny tray. Yeah, any any kind of honesty system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. Yeah. I have. I've seen it. I actually got angry at a guy once for it um, when I lived <clears> in. A small country town 
on one of the roads between there and the biggest city yeah. where you could go grocery shopping, right. there was a little stand by the side of the road that had fresh limes. Right. And it was $2 a bag with an honesty box. Yeah. And I Tuppence saw... a bag. <laughs> I, I pulled over to buy some and the guy before me um, put... It was like a $2 coin because yeah. we have $2 coins. Put a $2 coin in the box and took three bags. Yeah. And I went, hey! Right. <laughs> you ruin it for the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, oh, okay. And that, like, he put he put four more dollars in. And then they were they're big, like, it's cheap for a bag of limes. Right. And I just was like, you know, would you... I, I think I even said to him, would you have put the rest of the money in if I wasn't here? It's, uh, yeah, I... It's... I, I know I've seen the honesty systems cheats on pub quizzes. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Google. Yeah. Because it's really easy to cheat on pub quizzes. But where is the glory in that? I don't know. I, I would feel bad about it. And uh, uh, and also, it's, you know, the reason why I would do that is the fact that uh, I would get a guilty conscience. But I think it's mixed with the fact of I would be very afraid of being busted and that would be humiliating. Mm, but, I mean, if, if the modern world has shown us anything, being busted don't mean nothing no more. It don't mean nothing in the world of politics. No. But it does mean something in, um, in a no-name pub. In a no-name pub <laughs> yeah. in downtown Reykjavik, yeah. it means the world. I remember I was doing this pub quiz and later on uh, uh, the one who was like in second place told me that the first place kids were always cheating always looking and I, uh, I it was nothing to do about that because there were no security cameras mm. so next time that happens just just tell the teacher yeah. when it happens I'm when I do a pub quiz I am morbidly afraid to even touch my phone right to yeah. check a message yeah, or anything, me just in case somebody thinks I'm cheating uh-huh. yeah exactly because that would be the end of the world for me I'm not cheating I'm not cheating I'm not cheating <laughs> like once somebody did who was joining me had to message me and I, I was like yeah yeah we're at the back and someone's like, are you cheating? I'm not. I'll show you. Here's my message. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dick pic. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, it's a grinder shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, uh, but uh, have you done any gigs lately? Uh, no. No. It's just the last thing I did was the uh, hosting of uh, Hia Hura, which will mm-hmm. be back on 5th of May. 5th of May. Yes. Mm. And we're doing Australia... Eurovision again. Yeah, what uh, date is that? Oh, I don't know, the 14th or something? I think uh, I think I have it written here in my calendar. And uh, what I see here is that the Eurovision is on 12th. The oh. final. Really? Is it so close? It's very close. Clo- yeah, it's 12th of May. Mm. Okay, so it's like a month until it happens. Almost a month. Okay. It's very close. We had a lot of fun last year doing it. Yes, we did. Have you listened to it back? No. No. <laughs> I felt like I was a co-pilot in that one. Oh, but... I don't feel bad about it, but I but feel like uh, you should... This is, this is uh, something you have so much control over. And I have the occasional, look, you can see his belly button. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't want to do it alone. No, I'll be there. I'll I wouldn't be, want to do it without I'll you. I'll be there... I'll be I'll be Robin on that one, and I am like, Batman. Yeah, holy belly button! Batman. And will you will you consistently not know where to put your hands? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like the original Robin. 
Like in the first uh, first uh, episode of Batman uh, 1966 series, it's one of my favorites actually, and mm. it has the best villain in those series, which is the Riddler, played by Frank Gorshin, mm. who also played a villain in a recent 70s episode of uh, Wonder Woman I saw, mm-hmm. who played uh, like a toy master or something who had the uh, homicidal homicidal toys. However, I thought you were gonna say homosexual toys. Homosexual, homosexual. The villains in Batman yes. were pretty camp. Yes, and once upon a time, if there was a homosexual, he probably was homicidal. Yes. In the movies. Yes. Yes. Did you notice that a lot? I'll, I'll save As, that one for okay, a gift. Right. <laughs> I don't have a gift for Mr. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, but, um, mm, yeah, I'll just write here, movies. Movies. <laughs> I wrote. I actually wrote Mobies, but I'll. I'll probably. You'll get, work. You'll yeah. figure it out. Mm-hmm. You'll figure it out. So, do you like? Mobies? So, do you like vegan Scientologists? <laughs> um. uh, yeah, and there uh, uh, at one time, uh, Riddler uh, like captures Robin mm. and has his sexy partner. Uh, a girl there was always always a sexy girl uh, yeah uh, in the Batman episodes next to the bad guy and Batman always went what went wrong in your life young lady (laughs) you're so attractive (laughs) how so sad to see a young woman being Uh, so um, so yeah so that's why he had the young boy because that's that's so much more okay Mm -mm. Um, and because Batman was not a homophobe he wasn't. No, that's the whole thing about Batman and Robin 66. He is not afraid to hang out with a young young boy. Because he's comfortable with his heterosexuality. Yes, exactly. While the... the and also, yeah, comfortable with his... Comfortable with his heterosexuality. Mm. While his villains are all gay. And they're always... Surrounded by women. Yes, yeah. they always have a beard there. Also have a... Oh, a wow. A walking beard. Uh, and Riddler had his beard uh, dressed up as Robin and put on a Robin mask, mm. like a rubber mask. And it was just when, as, so, as soon as he did that, he just turned into uh, the guy who played Robin, just acting more feminine. Oh, <laughs> beautiful. No. Uh, I have it somewhere on my, I, like, I took a screenshot of it when he was just being, t- being t- uh, when he was uh, with Robin as a woman. Mm. It was beautiful because he knows what to do with his hands there. Just put them on the hips. <laughs> <laughs> and strokes his hair a bit. <clears throat> but hey, I had a I had a gig, two gigs the other night, and it was very much a Krusty the Clown gig. One of them, you Krusty know, the Clown, as in sad, as, as in before you go on, you go, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then during in your head, you're going. Uh, and then you're, you're kind of looking over at the person who booked you, thinking, do you really want me to do 30 minutes? Uh-huh. Um, it was for another hotel. Yeah. Another hotel. It was for their, their annual party. Um, and it was upstairs in a private restaurant. And the microphone was not great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, th- so there were four tables, small group, like 30 people. Yeah. Um, the front two tables were primarily the Icelandic management and the uh, the foreign workers. Mm-hmm. Then you had a table down the back 
of drunk Icelandic girls in their 20s mm-hmm. who did not give a shit. Mm-hmm. And then the, the final table at the back was filled with very angry Eastern European people mm-hmm. who refused to do anything except speak whatever language they were speaking very loudly. Mm-hmm. It was it was one of those living ice sculpture moments. Right, yeah. yeah I hated it. Yeah. I mean... It's the worst. So that's was one of the gigs. And she came. And did, she did came with the envelope. Did I kill? Uh, I I did. I think I did alright. Like you wounded someone. <clears throat> like when it when it's when it's like that. When you have a geographical crowd. When this this here's a here's a one one table is one type and another table is another yeah. type. So it's just okay. So which one am I focused? Which it's on? conflicting which, for me because yeah. uh, I've always when I started out in comedy, I was always taught you play to the one person who's not laughing. Because you have everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then once you get them, you've owned it. But it's it was a, a situation where there was no owning it because they didn't speak English. Exactly. They, yeah. There was no... I couldn't, I couldn't win them over. So at the end of it, the woman who booked me came up with an envelope filled with cash and I took that money and I ran. Yeah. It's funny when you get the cash envelope uh, straight after the show that didn't go that well. Yeah. You kind of feel like, I should give you some of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I uh, remember me and uh, Andre had one of those in Dalvik. I'm mm. not sure if I told you about no. that one. That was that is a good, that's a good fable of, uh, of the comedian life. So Andre got us this. Andre Ivas, Andre Ivas, guitar player, the 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 singer with the funnies. The singer with the funnies. And he um he got a gig in Dalvik, which is a small town next to Svaradalur, which is the valley from which I um, spawned. Mm, and Bilge also. Yes. Mm. And uh, uh, so so he said, 150,000 a piece. I was like, okay, that's, that's good. good money. Yeah, yeah, it's good money. Yeah, and we don't, we only have to do like 20 minutes and we only have to, it's, uh, sounds like it's a cash. win win situation. Uh, and uh, yeah, pretty sure we got the flight as well. Mm-hmm. So we just flew over and, uh, yeah, and it happened to be exactly the night after, so we just doubled it because we had a night at a place in Akureyri, mm. uh, Græni Hatturin. So we did a gig there and absolutely uh, killed. Um, it was awesome. And uh, um, then uh, later we went, to the next day we went to Dalvik and we went to this, it was like a factory or something, something to do with plastic mm-hmm. and sea because it was called Cyplast. <laughs> sea plastic yeah <laughs> the, just when you thought there wasn't enough yeah, in there yeah, exactly <laughs> we are the problem this is where it comes from we have put the plastic in sea uh, uh, and so um, <laughs> we put the sea in plastic <laughs> <laughs> that's a great one uh, so we uh, we did it and it was I feel like it was 12 or 14 people maybe oh my god and they were all sitting by a long table and they were um, like they were in fr- there were some kids there probably only like 15 mm. like a couple of them uh, and they were always just looking through something stupid on their phone and showing it to each other and mm-hmm. uh, and laughing and also I, f- I felt like they because it's funny with countryside kids sometimes they are um, they, I, I saw that they didn't really know what they were doing they just knew that they were looking at Snapchat mm. and yeah that's, that's totally yeah, 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 yeah. 
I've had like, oh yeah, you're just you're just doing it because you've seen other kids do it. Yeah. It was a pretty awkward crowd. Which also, can we just have a sidebar and talk about phone showers? Mm. Oh. Phone showers. Phone showers. Stop oh my showing God. us Stop. your phone. Stop it. It's for you when you know one's talking to you. That's that's the main reason. That's what I love about phones. Yeah. Okay, I'm alone. I feel awkward, but I have my phone. And I, I even to the point where I will not, I try not to show someone my phone unless I notice they're looking over my shoulder. Yeah, yeah. And show, you know, that they've shown interest in seeing exactly. my phone. Because otherwise you're constantly just shoving your phone in people's faces. Hey, look at this meme. Oh, yeah. look at this gif. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, that's what the kids were doing. Look at this meme. <laughs> this meme. This is a funny <laughs> meme, isn't it? Yes. How about this gif? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so and the adults were there as well and uh, you know there was a lot of free beer and they were just um, yeah so we did uh, he Andre did his thing and I no I did my thing and Andre then did his thing because he ended up just started to sing regular songs that people could sing with mm. like <clears throat> he, he turned into a troubadour uh, which he said that's pro- he told me that's probably what's gonna happen. I'm yeah. gonna do some uh, funny things, and when they don't laugh, I'm just gonna do songs they know. They're just gonna scream out, <laughs> "Shut up and sing!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Streets of London. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, so we did that, and it was like mediocre at best. Mm. But after the show, like the guy who hired us, like, "Wow, it was great! Awesome! Thanks so much for coming! I mean, you saved the night!" And I, how? How? Really? I yeah. thought I like put it on pause or something. Mm. I, I remember uh, because uh, half of the crowd at least were people who um, wanted to laugh but were afraid to laugh in front of the co-workers. And I'm not talking about the teenage situation which you which I've seen in yeah. some when you do uh, schools. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, Depending on a school actually. We've talked about this yeah. before. Like they're not sure if they no, should because they, they don't know what they're laughing at. They just gonna, they always look at the popular kid. If the popular kid is mm. laughing, they will laugh. That's mm. actually what happens. And it's, it breaks my heart that there's a period in every human's life, well, most humans, well, most Western humans, mm-hmm. well, most Western humans living in small towns. Mm-hmm. Uh, this <laughs> happens, that you have to actually, like, does the popular kid find this funny? Yep. The yep. popular kid is never going to leave this town. Yep. Um, so, okay, so that so it's a show like that, and we get our cash, and we walk, walk out, and like, well, this was a huge success, actually, because, I mean, it didn't really ruin our career. Mm. Or, and uh, it didn't feel great, but we have a bunch of cast for what doing, doing not twenty minutes that of work. Well. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, it's always like a collaboration between a crowd and a comedian, anyway. So <clears throat> we can always blame the crowd silently. <laughs> blame the crowd silently. Uh, so um, so we walk and we try to find the bar, and we know yeah, go to the one bar that's there, and uh, and it's closed. It says doesn't open until zero. Uh, so it's 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 like at least an hour until zero. Until zero. I think I remember the end of this story. Yeah. So we just listen and we hear us a party song. Yes. And we find the cultural house in Dalvik, and that's where everybody is. The whole town is there. Yeah. Except for I guess Cyplast workers. Yeah, yeah. Who weren't invited. No. And uh, we go in and we see uh, Frederik Omar. Yeah. Who's a celebrity out there? He's a celebrity here as well, yes, yes, but he's he, from there. He's a famous uh, uh, singer, singer and uh, television personality, I guess. Well, he's, I think so. I mean, yeah. he did Eurovision twice. Yes, he's a, he's a one of our Eurovision stars. Uh, he's probably been there a bunch of times because he's in. Uh, he was a backup singer. Yeah. yeah. 
and uh, he and Hera Björk were backup singers for Euroband. Right, this, right. No, he was in Euroband. She was a backup singer. This is my life. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, she yeah, does yeah. this whole thing in her show where she shows people what it is to be a backup singer and she plays the entire song uh-huh. and only does the backup singer bits. Yeah. And so most of the songs she's just waiting <laughs> to yeah. go, this is my life. That's, that's so funny. The backup singers in Polarpunk were did one thing. I think they only did... Hey! Yeah! <laughs> so there were three guys who flown over and all they did was, hey! hey. That's a cruisy gig and yeah. they got paid for That's it as well. Beautiful. That's beautiful. That's <coughs> That is showbiz. That's, uh, but yeah, so we, we, we see, find the Friedrich Omer by the look, hey, we just, we just want some beer, man. <laughs> can we have some? And he says, yeah, you can have uh, some beers if you go up on stage and do comedy. Yeah. I mean, but sure, sure. And we went up on stage, like, but it, like in the span of 30 seconds, we mm. were up on stage mm-hmm. and we do a thing and we just absolutely murder. It's, it's, it's huge. Everyone is laughing. It's awesome. I'm improvising. Yeah. But like half of my set is talking about the set I just did mm-hmm. and people are laughing their asses off. <laughs> and I say, so this is what happened. And I show them the envelope and I show them the money. I got this for doing a 12-person gig two blocks from here, yep. and it was horrible. And I get a beer for this, and I'm killing. And I remember when I was, I was killing with a joke about killing. Mm. It, was, it was wonderful. It was a good moment Aww, in comedy. That's nice. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's nice. so that's that story. I remember more. I think I think we've told it before, mm-hmm. but after my shitty gig, I went and got to do a nice one. Yeah, which one was that? It was for a basketball club in right. Breidablik. Breidablik, yes, yes. Yeah. I have a joke about Breidablik. Yeah, uh, it's uh, I did that. It's one of my, was a stick figure joke from one of my uh, earlier uh, uh, books, and uh, and. Uh, yeah, yeah. A woman is holding a baby, and her girlfriend is asking, "Oh, she's he's so cute. Uh, what's his name?" Breda Blake. I named him after his father. So it's um, Blake. Is, so Ögna Blake is. A no, you're, to... you're not getting the joke. Okay. She fucked the whole team. Oh. <laughs> it was pretty obvious. You were just reading. You were just trying to figure out the word. The Breda Yeah, <laughs> I met the mayor of um, Kovur. Right. Yeah, after after I, I performed, he came up to... First time I've ever met a mayor who introduced himself and told me who he was. Because right. usually mayors expect everyone to know who they are. And this man came up to me and was like, oh, that was, that was really funny. I really yeah. enjoyed it. There are people at my table who laugh themselves silly. You, you know, ask me lots of questions like, oh. And, he, and then I felt kind of embarrassed because he said... Hi, my name is, and told me his name, I can't remember it now. Yeah. I am the mayor of, of this town. And I said, oh, you're the mayor of Garthabayr. Yeah. He said, we're in Copenhagen. Oh. <laughs> so you, you, you pulled a, a Justin Timberlake there. Yeah. <laughs> you got that reference? Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. For, for our foreign listeners, uh, it, it was a big day on Facebook, the day after con- Justin Timberlake's concert here, where he said... Hello, Reykjavik! And it was everyone on Facebook lost. It's Copa Wogger. It's Copa Wogger. <laughs> oh, it's... I mean, the suburbs change every three meters here. It's so tiny. Um, I think I think my response to his uh, thing when he said, this is Copa Wogger, was like, whatever. It's near Ikea. Yeah. <laughs> that's very good. Okay, so that was a good... So it uh, was uh, just a whole foot... Like a... It was, their, it was their awards... 
their ah. basketball awards and um, it was kind of, it was sort of one of those, you know, you do a favor for someone. Mm-hmm. So someone I, I know quite well um, uh, whose son plays on the team had called me and said, hey, can you help us out? We really want to just have something in there. And they said, we've got quite a few foreigners on the team. Mm-hmm. When I get there, I find out they have one. Oh, right. <laughs> and I thought, oh, that's nice. You've got a foreign, you've got an English speaking comedian for one member of your team. So how many people, how, 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 how big was the crowd? I think it was like 200. Wow. Like it was pretty big. Yeah. It was pretty, not as crazy as the one I did. Did I talk about the one I did for Ikea? Yes, you talked about that before you say anything. Yeah. Uh, I think the host was it Willie Nakhbeter or was host? Will Will uh, a handsome dude? A very yeah. handsome guy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I met him uh, at his watering hole, uh-huh. uh, and he t- came up to me. He's like Jonathan Duffy. Man, that guy is funny. Oh, that's oh, great. He was amazing. At, I was doing this Ikea thing. He was amazing. Yeah, because yeah. the whole... T- it was one of those gigs, like, I knew they were laughing. It was 400 people. Yeah. And that... Um, if anyone who is involved at that venue, good kamrar, is listening, your sound system sucks. Right, okay. Your sound system needs some it's, adjustment. It's ironic because good kamrar means compliment. Well... <laughs> <laughs> well, let me give you some compliments. Because I mean, how to speak Australian? Good it was hammer. good hammer, like golden, golden hammer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> is a compliment. I'm gonna hit you with my golden hammer. <laughs> Sounds painful. Um, although technically, if it's 100 well, percent gold, it's very malleable. Yeah, um, but <laughs> it's pure gold. Science. It's been lying in the sun. Yeah, <laughs> but um, when I when I got there, like it's a huge venue, and they had people on different tiers. Mm. Like they had a ground floor and a second floor and then they had people in the wings and they're mm. all at big tables. Right. The CEO was wearing a kilt. Right. Okay. I did. He, he seemed fun. Mm-hmm. He seemed fun. I, because um, <laughs> I only mentioned the company, so I don't want to get in trouble here. I wasn't sure if he liked me very, very much because mm. I did not <clears throat> see him laugh once. Oh, I, was, I thought... <laughs> I thought you were going to say... Oh, because was, of the kilt? Yeah. I don't, I don't think he liked me. I didn't see one bulge. He, see, he seemed like a cool guy, yeah. but I, the entire time I was performing, I think he was talking to his wife, and he had... I think he... You know how when some people reach the tipsy stage where they're just tired? Uh-huh. I think maybe... I'm putting it down to that. Right. I think he was just tired. But it was one of the worst microphone situations because there was this reverb. Yeah. Um, so everything I said... There was a delay I could hear. Yeah. So, you know, when you're speaking to somebody on Skype or on the phone and you can hear your own voice. Right, right. And it's incredibly distracting. Uh I had to put up with that for half an hour. Wow. And I I still owned it, but it was was hard work. And that was before I came in and did the Hiya Hurra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With you guys. Like, after I finished that one, I was like, I am done. Yeah. I am spent. But then I came and I brought it on stage for you the Hura crowd. You did. You absolutely yeah. did. I think those nights are going well. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, they're, right. they're great. Uh, so remember to come on the 5th of May to Hura. Yeah. It's a free show. And, and sometimes it's, uh, we have foreign guest stars. Yes, sometimes we have foreign guest stars, but maybe not uh, so... Um, maybe not again. He's so, not, uh, he doesn't listen. He's not listening to our podcast. Uh, so, anyway, you don't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, so we, yeah. Let, let me let me give one sentence. Okay. Let me give one sentence to the listeners. We had someone who was foreign 
who came from a country that rhymes with Pamerica, mm. um, who we had never seen perform before. And we, quite frankly, we needed to fill in time mm-hmm. because I couldn't be there early and Snowlo couldn't be there early. And he, he didn't have the greatest of demeanors with us. The, yeah. Uh, I mean, clue number one was when he, he, I don't remember what he said, but he had questions that, that oh, so do, do you have blank over a here? A green room. Yeah, do you have Is green- there a green room? Yeah. Do you yeah. know what that is? Yeah, yeah. So uh, we were all like, okay, this this is you are not visiting a third world country. And he kept uh, every mm. every second sentence was mentioning the city he was from. Mm, yeah, which what what one was Chicago. That? Chicago. Cuz and he would say cuz I'm from Chicago and we do things like this there. He lacked the uh, he lacked the uh, usual American humility, mm. uh, which is an ironic thing to say. But the thing is that Americans have become more. They've learned a bit of humility now they have. because of uh, the had o- orange emperor, mm. and um, and it's a beautiful thing. Emperor Palpa Tomato. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, because. Uh, I like, of course, no, uh, the, the, I'm not uh, going to generalize about a whole nation, especially not about a nation of that size. No. Which is basically, you never, the thing is, you shouldn't even think about the, the United States as a nation. You should sit think about it as a continent with 52 countries in it. Yes. And, um, uh, and but there is, there, once in a while, you meet an American who actually talks down to Icelanders and he talks well to anyone who is not from America when mm-hmm. he's visiting and he talks in a way that he thinks that everyone there think are impressed by the fact that, that they're from America yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and I'm like you didn't invent freedom I'm gonna burst your bubble here the French did mm-hmm. you based your freedom on French you stole it from your friends as you did with your fries yes <laughs> at least and then try to for a while that you try to try to replace the word French with freedom in mm. the freedom fries. It was that evening was one of the few times in the last five years I've met a comedian backstage who I didn't know, and I actually said to them, um, while they were ha- talking at me, mm. um, I need to prepare what I'm doing. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. kind of like my this conversation is over. Mm-hmm. I don't want to yeah. talk to you anymore. Yeah. And that was the nicest way I could say it. Yeah, this and uh, I feel uh, like uh, I think it's also weird when comedians uh, want to do a whole bit of conversation with you in the green room when uh, that's the time when everybody's just going over their set. Especially if you don't know them. Yeah. I mean, we we work together a lot, so I know that at least five minutes before you go on, you're going to start pacing back and forth, and you don't want people to talk to you. Yeah, and they usually don't. No. But But anyway. It's funny funny thing. We've been talking a lot about the nature of comedy, the nature of this, uh, uh, well, we can call it the profession, and Mm. uh, we call it the profession because this is how we actually make our money, Mm -hmm. but we sometimes, we were talking before taping this show, sometimes we get kind of insulted, or I guess... Yeah, we we but also used to it because it's it's always been like this. Mm. When people call themselves comedian who haven't really done anything, I mean, how yeah. how long, how long, how many times had you been on stage and actually like uh, succeeded? 
in, in, in comedy on stage before you started calling yourself a comedian? I overheard a conversation at a bar last week where a girl was telling someone she just met that she was a comedian. Uh-huh. An Icelandic girl. And this uh, foreigner, I think he was American, was like, oh, cool. Like, where do you perform? And she said, on Snapchat. Yeah. Uh, I have done some Snapchat rants uh, in the uh, very recent past. And I think I might incorporate it into my my, uh, set. Because what I realize about is that I don't even know what I'm talking about. Mm. So I have to incorporate the whole thing that I'm too old to understand. And it fits into this work bit I'm working on uh, uh, that uh, is about me the fact that I'm 40 and I don't I don't understand this I don't get it uh, and um, so I and uh, they're snipping and snapping but also I was watching uh, this new like documentary series about the comedy in Iceland and uh, and there was a snapchat star there and he made me laugh so I go like okay okay he made me laugh I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna consider this a mm. bit more but Yes, calling yourself a comedian on Snapchat, uh, it's a, it's a, it's like a, it's a different era. Mm. It's, I mean, if if they get a lot of likes or whatever they do, <laughs> I mean, instead of laughs, they get more followers. Mm, so mm. that must be that's success right there, and they get sponsorship, and that's success right there. Mm. So. Uh, so it's a comedian in a totally different sense. I disagree because so I think one of the biggest skills uh-huh. of being a comedian is being able to listen to an audience uh-huh. and adapt to them. So there should be another word for it. There's no way you can listen to an audience on Snapchat. They might send messages back, but they're not going to, they're going to view you, but they're not going to tell you if that was shit. Um, so this, this should be a word for it. Shouldn't, you should, you should call you, I'm a Snapchat. Snapchat star. Yeah, yeah. A Snapchat celebrity. Don't call so, yourself. Don't don't diminish my profession. Uh, yeah, well, uh, but if you're doing comedy on Snapchat, you're not. You're more of a Snapchat sketch comedy star. Maybe, maybe uh, like because, a YouTube so sketch comedian comedy. Comedian is a word that should be reserved for people who go on stage and put the stand up comedian. Stand up comedian. Yeah, yeah. It's also because the word in Iceland, green, is the isn't especially it's just for, funny. Yeah, it's just a funny person. But you have a word, uppestandari. Yeah. Yeah, Uppistandari, that's a totally... Upstander. Yeah, that's someone who stands up. Well, it's right there, stand up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's true, absolutely. On that note, I'm Australian. I'm Icelandic. And together we are... Australia. 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 Shining sea. We put put the plastic in sea. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, but this uh, was this one thing mm. uh, well, I was wondering about uh, mm. when it comes to uh, people calling themselves a comedians, mm. and that's when people who aren't even funny mm. in the sense that you know it doesn't matter if I or you think they're funny mm-hmm. it, it's uh, if they get a laugh if you yeah. get a laugh you are doing good mm. so it doesn't matter if you think uh, whatever they're doing is tacky or or bro or or, or old-fashioned mm. if they if they have the what it takes 
to make a whole room laugh, mm. they are a comedian. Good. Yeah. A, okay. A, a, a comedian. Well, well, you have to do it a couple, a few times until you can call yourself a comedian because you have to, you have to uh, actually confirm that it wasn't a fluke that one time. Yeah. And that's wonderful. And that's all part about growing as a comedian. It's a wonderful thing. Um, I just find that uh, I've I've heard like other po- comedian podcasts where comedians talk about being comedians, uh, which is <laughs> why would people? Why think? would you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've heard people uh, mention this. Yeah, it's so funny when uh, you do that because it's different from being a singer or an actor or. Um, what other kind of performance artist? Mm. Uh, when you do comedian, when you say you're a comedian, uh, you hear like a lot of other people basically saying, "Yeah, I I am one too." Or mm. I, yeah, it's a dif- difference between being a comedian and all those other uh, performance professions is that everyone thinks they are one. Mm. And I've been trying to figure out something how way to talk about this in stand up, and what I found is. You know how everyone, like the one other thing that I can find that's similar in that way to being a comedian is being a wine taster. Because everyone thinks they're a wine taster. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's like whenever, you, whenever uh, the, uh, whenever the uh, waiter comes with a bottle of wine and lets you just taste, taste it, it, yeah, which is just to see if it's quirky or not, mm. to see if it's the main character from Life Goes On. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, um, then they do like this whole tasting thing. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like, and like the waiter knows, like you're just supposed to tell me if it's like ruined or not, mm-hmm. if it's uh, if it's bad. It's like, yeah, this this is acceptable. They mm-hmm. go this way and they like talk about the way that they actually are, and they convince themselves. It's a it's a beautiful moment of uh, uh, what's it, when you you fool yourself, a self. Uh, 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 delusion. Yeah, yeah. A beautiful tiny moment of delusion when you see someone taste a wine mm. and actually tell mm. the waiter that it's yeah, it's, it's this is good. okay. You can yeah. give me yeah. more. Yeah, and they just and the waiter is going. Yeah, of course it is. It's just it's they always are. It's you, the reason why you taste it is just so I don't give you bad wine. Whenever a waiter does that to me, <laughs> I always say it's got to be pretty bad for me to send it back. Yeah. Just give me the glass. Yeah. Like, <laughs> And I, I, I feel like whenever like I talk to waiters or, uh, about when I say like, so is there anything just, just why, like they, for example, when you go to a coffee brand and they mm. have two, two or three brands of wine. Mm. And I have done like the t- first two times I came out like, mm, I would go for some Malbec right now because it says Malbec on a bottle and I don't know what it is. And you've had it before. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, then and then one time uh, I just got tired of pretending and I said, I don't know, just that one, the one that's closest to you. And, uh, and I felt like the staff there was very appreciative of the fact that you didn't play that game with yeah. them. <laughs> what kind of wine <laughs> yeah. do you uh, have? And uh, uh, so I think, I think uh, there's, um, there's so many people. I like, I, I'm not like wine tasting isn't bullshit mm. because I know some wine tasters who absolutely know what they're talking about and it's like it's it's a fascinating uh, interest but they've learned something they, they learned have, something it's they've a profession traveled. they've traveled they've trained yeah. you know they have a very specific palate but still they are uh, they 
all like they sit in restaurants and look at the next table and there's a person pretending to be a wine Mm -hmm. taster and they go god damn it god damn it he doesn't even know what he's doing yeah and that's the way it feels when someone's like I'm a comedian too oh yeah okay Mm. Or when people when people say like a wine taste oh, the next my table. friends my friends always tell me I should do comedy and my yeah. response is always so do it yeah yeah absolutely so do it I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not your golden ticket this isn't your moment no how would you be a golden ticket yeah you're gonna get them a spot on a no name pub yeah no like <laughs> just go do it it's not that hard to find a, a free place to perform yeah. But the the I I get very old school. Like when I was first learning comedy, I was taught um, uh, by a, a great friend who said to me, um, "Do you know with juggling? Yeah. When you apparently universally, once you've done twenty one rotations, mm-hmm. you can juggle. Right. Okay. So three balls. Once you've once you've kept it in the air uh. it thrown and catch 21 times yeah. you can officially juggle right right yeah and so this friend was bringing up this story and then said to me and once you've been paid for comedy you're a comedian right once you've been paid once exactly and so that's that's always been my you know once you know the difference between a and a then you're a wine taster yeah <laughs> so I mean it's also it's yeah it's hard to work in humility that's what it is that's mm-hmm. what Bill Burr said just mm-hmm. keep on working and keep your head down mm. don't tell people you are something until they tell you because you all something. you're going to get from me is you're going to invoke the wrath of of Tyra Banks yeah <laughs> we were rooting for you <laughs> you don't know me yeah, yeah. you don't know where I've yeah, come that's from what that was all about <laughs> You don't know what I've had to do to get here. We were rooting for you. Uh, I love the fact that I referenced Bill Burr and you just referenced Tyra, Tyra Banks. Banks. This is Ice Train. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, embarrassment of the week. Do you yeah, have one? I do have one. Yeah. I do have one. So, um, I've, I've told you about my, um, my uh, secret hiding place before gigs. It's a restaurant. Right. Okay. That I've told you before. Mm-hmm. I will not name on air because... The reason I go there is because I'm not going to bump into people. Uh-huh. So I've been there twice in the last week. Um, the first time it completely backfired. So it was before I was hosting the drag show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost joined you. At the, yeah. yeah. And so we, I almost said the name of the place as well. Um, so me and, and Natan, we had, remember, I just finished like that 18 day in a row stint. Uh-huh. Uh, at, at the new job at the the burger factory yeah at, at the at the layover to stardom the layover to stardom I I don't call myself a burger flipper I am a purveyor of mediocre meats <laughs> um, uh, and so so um, we hadn't seen each other in a while and he was coming to the show that night so I said let's go grab dinner and you know you know where I want to go and he hates going there mm-hmm. um, but so we sit down. Right. And it is one of those communal eating situations where you're not at a private table. You're basically sitting across from people. This is oh. totally going to give it away. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so, now the autograph hunters will just flock over there. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, the, the, actually there was another time a couple of weeks ago where I was sitting there 
And this man uh, said, hello. And I had my headphones in. I pulled them out. I was like, oh, hi, do we know each other? He's like, well, no, but I offered you cocaine once after you performed. I went, oh, great. It's so nice that you're so comfortable shouting that in a restaurant with oh, people. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> good, good for you. <laughs> um, I'm putting my headphones back in now. But anyway, we're sitting there. Um, at one point, I leaned over and I kissed Frenchie. Mm-hmm. And then there was four or five women sitting across from us. And this one woman leaned over and she said, she was very Icelandic. Very she said, drunk. She said, <laughs> you are an amazing couple. You're mm. so beautiful together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And pre- proceeded in a stream of consciousness that literally went for half an hour mm-hmm. about how gorgeous we are, how gay men are the best because they take care of themselves. I wish my husband would take care of himself. You guys look so pretty together. And I was like, honey, you didn't see me half an hour ago at home. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm about to perform. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's kept referencing so much right. that it's 2018. Mm-hmm. She doesn't realize why people... Um, have an issue with people being gay. She said that so much that at one point I almost wanted to say, are you one of those people? Like, it is. I, it I, was uncomfortable. Absolutely. I yeah. accidentally let slip where I was going to perform. Mm-hmm. Um, so she turns out she was with a group of friends who were all, they all graduated from bookkeeping school together and they right. were doing a reunion. Now, within 10 minutes of her stream of consciousness, I could tell that the four other women were not having any of her shit. Yeah. Um, And one of them even leaned in and said, you're being too much right now. Um, It got so uncomfortable that we wrapped up early. I went to go pay. She got off her chair, came over to me and hugged me. And then said, I'll see you at your show. Because I accidentally told her Uh that I was hosting the drag show. She came... Halfway through the first act was so insanely drunk. She got up on the stage with one of the performers, a drag king. Really? Then said, you're my new girlfriend and was taken backstage and put back out into the audience. Fell over three or four times, got kicked out, then kept waiting for the security guard to leave and coming back in. Um, was in tears at the end of the night about how much she loved me and my boyfriend. Uh, Meanwhile, the woman who had said you're too much was in my face while she's in earshot telling me how she's a drunk, stupid cunt. And she had, like, it was, it was full on. So that night at that restaurant didn't go well. So before I did the, the hotel gig followed by the basketball, as I went back there, it was quiet. And then, um, uh, someone came over and asked me if I wanted, you know, I, oh no, I said, you know, Ooh, I was about to say what I wanted. <laughs> I wanted more of something that goes with some food. Yeah. Um, and, and she came over and she, cause this, this restaurant had in the last year changed locations. Uh, oh, mm. um, I keep, if you, if you follow the clues, you can find the place. <laughs> yes. Um, there are people writing it down. There's somewhere, isn't there? Uh, uh, Someone uh, going, I'm uh, going to go there all the time. Now. I think there's like a classroom filled with Australia fanatics yeah. writing like algebra equations. It's like, it's like a, a to catch a murderer. <laughs> yeah. Like they've got, well, he said there's something that goes with the food. Um, and I asked if I could have more of it. And the, the waitress said to me, did you used to come to us when we were at the other location mm-hmm. and I said oh yes I did and she said oh, I recognized your face I was like oh thank you I I liked I'm 
she, you know, she was like, do you live here? I was like, yeah, I live here. And she's, what do you do? I said, I'm a comedian and I like to come here before I perform sometimes. She said, oh, really? Why is that? And I said, because I don't have to talk to people. Yeah. And then she kind of went, okay. <laughs> she like, oh, <laughs> she, took, so, she took it as a, as a personal. I'm trying to eat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's but I didn't mean it that way. No, no, no. And then it became this whole, oh, I wasn't. Say, and she was like, no, it's okay. It's, and she just uh, walked away and I felt very embarrassed. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a very nice embarrassment right there. Yeah. yeah. Very, very I don't cute. have to talk to people. I don't have to talk to people. That's why I used to come here anyway. And as I'm saying that, I had my headphones in my hand and I was about to put them back in. Yeah, I I have probably done this many times without being embarrassed when Mm. I should have been embarrassed because I probably said, yeah, I'm here to work. You get hounded a lot, though. Uh, I mean, I've spent a lot of time in in restaurants, cafes, whatever, and people just come up to you. Just realized my embarrassment. What? Because I didn't have one. Yeah. It was this weekend. Well, it was, uh, well, not this weekend. It was the day before uh, uh, yesterday, because it was Wednesday Wednesday before the first day of summer, which is uh, a red day. Uh, A holiday. A holiday. Uh, So I I love that it just goes from winter into summer. There's no spring. No, why? No, why? We're, we're still kind of just lying to us about summer, so why should we just... Spring is a joke. Yeah, spring yeah. here is basically yeah. autumn yeah. everywhere spring else. Spring is puddles. Yeah. It's puddles for a week. And then it's kind of summer. And then winter, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> winter, boom, boom, Or the boom, Jumanji boom. drums. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh, so, yeah, I... Uh, I I, that night I went down to, I haven't been in like party, like clubbing or whatever mm-hmm. you call it, going out during party time for a while. Uh, well, yeah, it felt like for a while because I was like, oh, this is a long time since I've been around a lot of people. And there was a lot of, uh, you know, selfies and everything. Mm. But uh, then uh, at one time I was uh, ha- like uh, stopped with a, like a group of uh, of hip hoppers and I knew uh, knew the alpha male in the group. I was like he was like hey motherfucker. I was like hey motherfucker. What's up? And uh, doing the whole uh, whole uh, hip hoppy thing. <laughs> I've been with you when you do that, and that's usually my cue to go. I'm gonna go get food and you leave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> And uh, so, uh, but uh, his his gang, his dogs, mm. uh, they were like, oh my God, because they had another one guy, some cousin or someone who didn't really belong there, uh-huh. who had, who was kind of nerdy looking and had glasses <sighs> and dark hair. Mm. He had glasses and dark hair and, and to that exact extent, he looked exactly like me. He didn't mm. even have a beard. Mm. But this has happened a few times where people go, oh, you look exactly like my friend. Yo, Magnus, Magnus, and bring out the friend that is just a guy with glasses. And at that point, I was kind of just, I, was, I, had, I had kind of selfie fatigue. And, um, and I did this, like, I did this jokey voice, like, ooh, ooh, ooh. I just started to make fun of the dogs. Oh, God. Then, oh, look, another guy with glasses. He looks like Shaq. Like, and I did this thing, and the alpha dog, he goes like, oh, look at, oh, look at, don't worry about it. Like, I was like, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm losing my shit here. Right, okay, okay, okay. And I, I just before, I didn't go any further. That was as far as I went with the joke. And I had the selfie. I was like, okay, I shouldn't. This was me being 
a kind of a bitch mm, right there. Mm. Because they, they think it's funny. Why would I just point out that it's... I've heard it a million times. And also the nerd got, did like, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I was kind of embarrassed about that because I felt like... Uh, uh, I was being sated to these guys who, was only, who were only being friendly. Really. Yeah, yeah. How, however, here's the thing that a lot of people don't realize, right? They appreciate your work, they love what you do, but we're not friends. No, we're no. not friends. Yeah. And it doesn't, it's, it's nice that you, you, you acknowledge my stuff, but you have to understand that, like, don't get offended if I don't want to hang out with you. Yeah, it's true. I'm but here with my actual friends. Still, that's true. That's absolutely true. And you, but you, that's that's way more easier and smarter to just, to just uh, go through it mm. and be polite. Mm. Uh, as the alpha dog uh, pointed out, was like, hey, really, it's, it's, it doesn't matter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, it's he, very who, who, that is very unalpha dog. Of yeah, him. well, he's a big celebrity as well, and he knows what's up, kind yeah. of. Uh, so. Uh, so, so he's probably used to everything like this, mm, and mm. Uh, he he just he he been like uh, a celeb way longer than me, uh, and so he, uh, he just just the fact that he he said chill mm. uh, that it was that was enough for me to go yeah of course I should chill I'll be out of this situation in half a minute yeah 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 for me I I get annoyed with alpha males. Yeah. when they have seen my work or often it's at a corporate gig mm. or and then suddenly I become their private gay cyclopedia. Mm, yeah, yeah. And it's, I, That sounds like more of a beta male to me. Beta uh, male, yeah, okay. Alpha male wouldn't want to know. Yeah, alpha male doesn't care. Okay, beta male, yeah. beta male. But you, or drunk alpha male. Yeah, yeah. Because drunk alpha males get very curious, sometimes bi-curious. Um, mm-hmm. And that's that's where I just go. Oh my God! Where do I pull an a, a, a lever to be crushed by a safe right mm-hmm. now? I don't want to be. I don't want to be having this conversation. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you could maybe we should maybe figure out like an exit strategy when it comes to stuff like that. Uh, they, politely, is, there never is one. It's usually oh, I've got to go to the bathroom and then never come back. Yeah, that's that's what I do. Um, but it's funny if you <clears throat> actually say that. Yeah, I'm just gonna go to the bathroom and then never, never come, come back. back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people people are most of the time uh, people aren't even offended by that because as soon as you're gone, they go like, "Oh, I I think I talk too much." Yeah, yeah. Or sometimes if I'm there with Frenchie, I can say. Oh, I feel really rude. I'm here with my boyfriend and I'm ignoring him. I'm going to go spend some time with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, people, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, okay, that's good. I'm going to go to my girlfriend. That's good. But hey, have you got a... Uh, how to, to speak, speak Australian? Australian yes. Yeah. I uh, got some... Um, I was wondering about some, like... Um, well, labels. People labels. Mm. Be- I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because... Uh, <clears throat> We've been talking about. I'm not, not sure. I'm not sure we've t- done this. We've done latte lepian de lopa pesa. Latte lepian de lopa pesa. Latte lepian de latte lepian de lopa pesa. Lepian de lopa pesa. Latte is latte. Mm. Latte. The guy. No. No, a latte. Who's latte? The guy. Latte. Latte. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's a joke there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, um, uh, yeah, if, if latte is latte, what is th- Thorhallur? 
I mean, just uh, he's a half coco, latte. Coco, coco. <laughs> <laughs> For those that don't know, latte is a very famous TV personality in Iceland, and his son is a comedian. Uh, who has a great joke about him where he says, the reason I'm so pale is I've spent my whole life in my father's shadow. That's a, that's oh, a it's brilliant. Extreme. It's brilliant. Yeah, and sad yeah. at the same time. Uh, latte is latte, mm. like the coffee. Mm. Lepia is to lap, lap something up like mm. a dog. Mm. So if you're latte lepia, you're a latte lapping. Uh, lopa pesa. Lopa pesa is, is a, 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 wool sweater. a wool sweater. Wool, so a latte lapping lopa pesa yeah. is like a, a oh oh my god uh well it's a it's a nineties word um not uh, hipster the yuppie no actually more of a hipster, a hipster really hipster. yeah okay. but it's a word for hipster artist someone who uh, lives in one o one someone who doesn't vote for the right mm-hmm. someone who uh, is just about to drop an EP yeah someone who listens to Björk or Sigurros someone who is arty all around and consistently th- th- tells you they don't own a television. The uh, well, yeah, and but it's it's rarely uh, used in that manner, you know, uh, because uh, that it's used as a kind of derogative term for people who live in one one and not are not aware about the world around them, mm. and uh, whenever they talk about the Listerman alone, mm. the arts grant, mm-hmm. that's when uh, uh, the discussion on the medias goes into aggressive always, territory. So it always goes to a latte lapping lopa pesa. Yeah, yeah, and but I've actually seen like this has been diminishing in uh, the couple of years because. I remember it being extremely uh, co- controversial, the whole thing. People had, uh, like, it split the nation in two, the whole thing that we gave, give money to artists. Mm. But now I guess people are agreeing on it's not our biggest problem or something because I feel like it's going away, the whole yeah. discussion. Uh, 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 it used to be really I, I was always uh, glad that whenever I got an arts grant which I haven't gotten by the way in at least two years mm. um, and um, I used to use it as a thing as a bit in my uh, set because it's the most edgy thing you can be except for maybe a Muslim because that's the way to make the, the girlfriend's parents really hate you or something is to, like that to yeah. have a, an arts grant yeah uh, and uh, <coughs> uh, now I no longer even have it but I still do the joke <laughs> last time I told that joke I was at a, at a corporate gig at, for the Blue Lagoon uh, you, we've talked people, about and this and people booed and I go yes and I used the money to buy drugs for my cat and like I just lied yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I don't have a cat or money Anyway, <laughs> uh, Latte Latte Lope Pesa Lope is Pesa. one of those people. So we it's it's now become like uh, it's a bit been appropriated. So like people go, hey, I'm just a Latte Lepe Lope Pesa. What Are you know? one? Yeah, I'm in that sense. I am a, a Latte Lepe and Lope Pesa in a, in a sense. You are too, because I, I was waiting for. I was. I'm not ready to be one. Look, I've, it's a funny but I'm thing. an artist who lives downtown. Yeah, and yeah. I've wondered about this, actually, about me and you, as that we come from kind of different cultural things. I come from, like, like I think, I guess I come from... Uh, because I've been, like, in the whole actual arts crowd. I've mm. been at uh, one of the artists at uh, contemporary art shows and... Mm. Uh, a lot, like a, a huge chunk of the uh, the modern art scene is a, a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. 
so when you call someone a hipster, I like go like, if you point out to someone like, oh, this place is filled with hipster, and I go, what? What are you talking about? This yeah, just normal people. <laughs> like so, a bystander for something, someone being a hipster is way higher then, than yours. The, the, the ridiculousness about it is that often they're people I've hung out with a lot before as well. Yeah, you mean because he has a beard? He has a beard, and he's we have beards, Jonathan. He has a beard, and he writes. You have a beard, and you write. <laughs> So good point. It's it depends on the point where you're from, the point of view, how big how big the um, the mengi, mm. uh, how 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 you categorize people as hipsters or latelebe the lobe person. Yeah, uh, and it oh, goes the other way around because uh, there's a word which I haven't heard used for a while, mm. and I think that's because uh, kids are not uh, from kids are not as big of. Uh, a bunch of assholes as they used to be. Mm-hmm. This is the word naki. Naki. H n a k k i. Yeah. Okay. Naki. 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 Naki is a word that's used for what? What's, what would you say is the opposite of latte lepia de lopa pesa? A bogan. A bogan. Or like an uncultured um, banker. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much what yeah, an uncultured banker, mm-hmm. someone yeah. who buys art, but he got it at a garage sale for a motel. Yeah, that would also I think uh, the uh, I think that would be a tapi, mm. uh, which is a word uh, uh, that I haven't heard either. But it's basically a rich naki. Okay, so a not so rich tapi yeah. is a naki. Yeah, I think naki goes is just a just tapi is a type of naki. Mm-hmm. So naki is. Well, you could actually. I once wrote a book called. Uh, it's about a character called uh, the Casey, the one-eyed cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote a series of books about this cat, uh, which uh, he, in every adventure, addresses something that's going on in Icelandic mm-hmm. society. It's mm-hmm. one of those local humor books I did. It's actually not a stick figure book, so I actually put real illustration work into it, and it was a nightmare. Did a lot of photoshopping. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and. Um, at one time, the, his first book was called Einu Kötturin Kisi og Hnakkarnir. Hnakki means back of the head. Okay. It's the back of your head. Yeah. Is that the bit <coughs> on the sheep that only men are supposed to eat? No, I don't know. No? Oh. Only men are supposed to eat? Yeah. Oh, I did not know about... Your culture. Sheep back of the heads. Yeah. But... Um, uh, so it was because there used to be this whole thing in the 90s uh, where uh, where all the people who were knackar had all the guys had their uh, back of the heads kind of shaped in uh-huh. a, in a in a way that was popular during the 90s mm-hmm. and those were usually the types that would have listened to the radio station FM Nyfm sure which is the radio station which plays all the pop mm-hmm. and all the just top of the charts what's popular right now bubblegum <clears throat> uh, mainstream Satin's uh, cock uh, thing not Nickelback no? even more poppy than that Nickelback would probably be there like like hardcore nights. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going rock and roll. Nickelback. Creed. I like your like pants around your feet. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so they were called FM Nakar. Okay. For short for FM Nifim Shirn Nakar. And that, that uh, changed into just Naki. And that's why they're called Nakar. So lowest common denominator. Pre- pretty much. But uh, also like... Uh, the people who are watching Dancing with the Stars right now. 
yeah, uh, yeah, probably yes. But it's something about the look also. A lot of tanning. Oh yeah. A lot of taking care of their body. Uh, and as they, I remember there was a time when uh, this was a big thing. Like people were talking about smacker mm. a lot. That's why I wrote the book. Uh, because a person called uh, Gilsenegger and his whole gang were very popular back in the day. I've told you about Gilsenegger. Mm-hmm. He was a, a bodybuilder who who became kind of the uh, the Hitler of Nakar. <laughs> the Führer. Because uh, every Latte Lepe de Lobo patient mm. who for some reason were called Treplar in those days, which means a scarf, because they were, they apparently wore a scarf. All right. Uh, this oh, Gilsenegger was the terrible comedian. Gilsenegger uh, called himself a comedian. And he was just a bodybuilder. He was a bodybuilder, and a lot of people thought he was funny, but it was, I think it was the whole thing, uh, the most popular person, is he laughing mm. thing. Mm. Uh, uh, and uh, Because I never thought it was funny. Even some of my friends, some of my Latilep with the friends, mm. thought it was funny, and I was like, mm, the emperor, he, has, he isn't wearing any clothes. At least, well, he's not wearing any clothes above belt. Look, he's always always takes, taking his shirt off. The emperor is always taking his shirt off and his body is beautiful. Uh, that, that was Hashtag me. Hashtag Dane Cook. <laughs> um. But uh, then... Um, then, yeah. Uh, so... Uh, the knock, I remember talking to kids. I was uh, just uh, earlier this year, I was in MHAO, the Mental School in Hammerhead, and mm-hmm. I was just, I was called over to uh, art class over there to talk about my career. Mm-hmm. And I just went chronologically every, over everything I've done, and I, I stopped at the cat and the knock at there. And I, I was saying, hey, uh, yeah, knock, he was against knock, and you do. kids still use the word knocky? And the kids were, no, what are you talking about? Oh, wow. I was like, Wow, I'm so old, and that's so good that people don't do that. Because I think maybe, I guess kids today are basically a hybrid of whatever you would call a trevet and a naki. Yeah, I think also, like, we, we, we shit all over kids mm-hmm. all the time, mm-hmm. but they're so much more accepting and, and fluid and... You know, they, they, anything, like, everyone's more accepting of each other than when we were children. Yeah, and also, uh, it's just a natural reaction of every teenager not to have the same opinions as your uh, older parents. Yeah. yeah, but also, I remember, remember when we, when we went to the, the, um, was it in Hapnafire? No, Hamraborg. Mm. Well, we did the school there. Yeah, yeah, in Kobovård. Yeah, in Kobovård. But I remember we had a conversation about this, how it seemed school, especially here in Iceland, Mm. seems like such a... There isn't the segregation anymore. No, that there, there used to be. There's of no, like, there is no, uh, there is no uh, sports star. It's popular there's, kids. No, there's no geek table. Yeah, it's just uh, uh, it looked pretty much just a, a soup of whatever. And everyone seemed to get along. Yeah, it was like I want to go to school now. Uh, I mean, I think it's very different between schools, mm. actually. Uh, I don't know, uh, but I've, I have felt like uh, this was MCOW, and uh, they are just a good crowd, because I like th- this was us entertaining them in at noon, mm. and they were great, and mm. they participated. Mm. But then, uh, just a few days earlier, I had done it for, like, uh, the, uh, the dance, the school dance at the... Uh, 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 the school in the north of the country, mm. and they were not as uh, uh, as laughing. 
No. They was not they were not uh, as acceptable to the furnish because I we noticed this. They were looking they were looking around to seeing if other, if other kids people were laughing. I noticed I've done the north as well yeah. and I noticed that up there too. But in the in the west they were like isolated. Oh, it's a they rocks. were amazing. Yeah. They were. I mean, I found out that a week beforehand they'd had a sex um, toy person come and teach them all about dildos and things. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. They are very open, uh, and a lot of latte lobby people come from Isafer actually. Right, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. cops who hate gays. Uh, uh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, they also have knackers. They also have knackers. But uh, yeah, but uh, the the problem here isn't uh, uh, isn't the big problem here is the fact that we tend to kind of segregate people mentally mm, in mm, this way but mm. as soon as you get to know someone you see can see uh, a is latte lepia de lopapesa inside and sometimes a latte lepia de lopapesa uh, is, uh, has, a, has a bit of a knacker side to him yeah. mm. somebody put some roofies in that latte Oh, there's so many things there. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, my word for you is a quick one yeah. which I think I already used. The word frock. Frock? Yeah. That's uh, like a it's a piece of clothing. It's usually a dress. It's usually a dress, yes. Yes, yes. And it's an Australian word? I think so. I think a it frock. comes from British. Right. But you can you put on a frock or you can get frocked up. Yeah, 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 frocked up. Oh, and... look, who came, look who got frocked up. Ah, uh, frock it. Yeah. Oh, get frocked. Yeah. Um, but so that's whenever you, uh, yeah. You get all dressed up or, yeah. and I think I've told you this one before, when someone gets frocked up, you can also say, you scrub up nice. Right, right, right. You scrub up nice, which means, you know, you, you look like a shined new toy. Yeah, it's just sometimes when I just decide to do actually wear a suit uh, for a day for mm. no reason, mm-hmm. that's me going to, just, ah, I'm just going to, just frock it. Just frock it. Yeah. Frock it. Yeah. But don't frack it. Now, frack it is uh, uh, sort of ruining the planet. The, the, yes, yes, fracking, but frocking's okay. Yeah, but it's also, it's also a swear word uh, in uh, Battlestar Galactica. Is it? Yeah, they say frack instead of fuck. Oh, wow. Wow. And in the comic book Lobo, he says frag. In Fraggin. the TV show The Good Place, they say bullshit. Right. In Spider-Man 2099, they say shock. Shock you, you shocking asshole. No, they don't say asshole. You shocking shock, Like oyster robots. shocking. That's, yeah. You shock an oyster. Yeah, shock. Yeah, yeah but shock as in the uh, electric shock. Oh, nice. Uh, hey, I, do you have a gay to Mr. Yes. Do you like the singer Moby? <laughs> uh, well, we are all made of stars. <laughs> uh, movies, something about movies. Yeah, something about the, the fact that the, for a while there, uh, there were a lot of like bad guys who were gay. It still happens. Yeah, but does it feel today as if it happens because they're gay? I remember mm. uh, when Basic Instinct came out, there were a lot of uh, like protests because... Because she was bisexual. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they're uh, always evil. Y- yes, because you, know, you don't know what they're thinking. You can't trust them. <laughs> Pick a side. Pick a side. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but do you feel as if today that's... Uh, I mean, today it's not because they're gay. Uh, as much, at least. That they're evil. I think... I think Hollywood tends to shy away from making gay people the villain now. Yeah, but when it happens... But they're the victim now. Yeah, they're... Well, yeah, a lot of times... They've graduated from villain to victim. Yeah, so... uh, But so nowadays, when they're the villain, it's... uh, It's more like... uh, 
uh, it's not. It has nothing to do with it. It's just that they had like a character that's written. I don't remember the last time I saw a villain who was also gay. Uh, well, Karian Moss in Jessica Jones isn't really a villain. She's not a villain. She's a complicated character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she's a self-serving. Yeah, she has evil moments. She, she's my favorite character in that whole series. She's great. She's, she's incredible. Awesome. She's the kind of power lesbian I want to be when I grow yeah. up. I remember the gay couple in uh, Mad Max 2. Uh, I was always wondering if they were offensive or they were just really cool. I because can't I remember. thought they were really were they, cool. <laughs> were they male gay or female gay? Male gay. In yeah. Mad Max 2? Yeah, Mad Max 2. It was like one of the biggest henchmen, like the baddest henchman of the, the bad guy. Mm. He was, he had like a little twink bitch on the back of his motorcycle. Oh. And, uh, and that was his boyfriend. That was his boyfriend. And then they killed his boyfriend. And then he went, oh, kill, kill, maim, kill. And I thought oh. it was, I always thought they were just kind of cool characters. But I'm, I'm thinking if they were made gay to make them like extra... Uh, scary or something probably mm. I don't know did you, did you know that like um, the, I don't know if it was the Romans or the Spartans they mm. encouraged their soldiers to have sexual relationships with each other because they realized that if they formed a romantic bond mm-hmm. they would fight harder right, so that they yeah. would both stay alive yeah yeah and then they'd get more angry if one of them died it's a, it's a good tactic right there. So you're saying that... And then they'd uh, be sexually um, satisfied when they're away. So they actually... So the, you can actually improve the military. This, you, By you, making people gay. Yeah, so... So the whole discussion about... Uh, what's it called in... Don't um, ask, don't tell. Don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. You should... Please ask and ask for seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ask and fucking tell everybody. But um, who else was was gay villains in in movies? Um, I mean, all the Batman villains were camp as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Joker was played by a a, a gay person mm. back then uh, who refused to shave off his uh, mustache, and that's why you can see the make makeup over his yeah, mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always funny, and they actually are doing a comic book version of that now, and they have it drawn that way that he's made makeup is <laughs> over yeah. his mustache. Um, no, I don't really remember. That's the one thing. But uh, I do, I do know what you're saying because I do remember a period of my childhood. Um, watching movies and going, why does the villain have to be gay? Or why can't the gay person be a hero? Right. They're very rarely the hero. Uh, yeah, they're very rarely the hero. And they are. I think nowadays they're more the victim or the best friend who gives sassy advice. Yeah, and the best friend who gives sassy advice is becoming a bit of a cliche. It has been for uh, years. Uh, yeah, it has been a cliche. Well, here is uh, something... Well, they say that Miss Donverse in Rebecca, uh, Hitchcock's uh, Rebecca, is oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a lesbian. Yeah. The way she talks about the dead wife. And then, uh, 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 well, I guess uh, it's both a villain and a mystery, uh, a villain and a victim in the Monster, Charlize Theron. Yeah, but she was an actual person. Yeah, yeah she was an actual person. Uh, 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 uh. Next page, please. Here we have, uh, yeah, Cersei's in uh, in the three hundred. 
And then there's uh, Zeus in Tron, who's played by Michael Sheen, this guy. But I... I, I, I didn't know he was gay. No, I thought he was no. a computer. Yeah. Well, <laughs> computer are kind of gay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Silva and uh, Javier Bardem in Skyfall. He was a, well, here's the thing. A lot of the... P- he thing, wasn't gay. There's a lot of things, people on this list, which is basically guesswork. It was never explicitly stated mm-hmm. that he was gay. No, I, w- I was wondering about this when we I was talking about uh, the Independence Day sequel, where uh, 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 the uh, scientist uh, played by Brad Spiner, yeah. he was. I was. I was just yeah. But what do you think? Of, I asked you in uh, one of our and episodes. I went and watched it again. Yeah. Because I had completely missed it. Yeah. That they were a couple. Yeah, and I thought it was so obvious. And I had to watch it a second, and it was only on the second time, and I I had to rewind to get the moment. Excuse me one second, I'm going to shut that window, because we have a chainsaw and a barking dog outside. Yeah, and and sooner or later they will combine. (laughs) Um, But I I, I completely missed it. Also, remember in in, um, Alien Covenant... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, you, but did, did you find it to be uh, more obvious when you watched it the second time, Independence Day? I, ha- I still had to look for it. Yeah, it's funny how obvious I thought it was. Mm. But maybe I don't know. I was maybe because because to me it just looked like they were old colleagues who were best friends. Yeah, yeah. It's maybe I just it was maybe I just saw one thing, one clue. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they're gay. And then I just, but then the, I just saw I remember everything when, gay about When them. I saw Covenant, it was my friend Thronberg afterwards who said, what did you think of the gay couple? Mm. And I went, what? And he had to remind me. And, and it was, I think for me, it was like they were a gay couple because when one of them's dying, you can see their wedding rings uh-huh. and he kisses him right. on the forehead. And it's like, you know, but it... The, the death happened so fast and both of those characters had almost no screen time together. Right, right, right. So it was kind uh-huh. of like, it seemed like it was an afterthought or they were playing it safe. Yeah, that's probably it. It's a lot of those. I hope they do, uh, I hope they go uh, actually brave when they do uh, Frozen 2. Oh, and shoot, because Elsa's a lesbian. Mm. Is that right? That's, that's what they're saying. That's what the chapter is about on uh, the internet. That she's she's gonna be the first lesbian Disney princess. Yeah. What about Mulan? Mulan wasn't lesbian. Wasn't she? I mean, I don't know. She was just a bit dikey. She uh she she just dressed like a man and that was the plot. Or as they call it, Asian Yentl. Um, yes, Asian Yentl. Asian Yentl. Barbara Streisand already did it, but she's saying, <laughs> uh, "Wow, no, I did." But I think I think now the gay the gays are now we're victims, uh huh, or the best friend, or as I've said before in Crimea River, bitch, um, we're affluent, uh, annoying white people who are dicks to each other for two and a half hours. Right. Call me by your name. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, 
yeah, I have yet to see that movie, and I still hear from people about how beautiful and wonderful that movie is. I guess I, I am just dead inside. Yeah. I, we had comments from listeners <clears throat> mm-hmm. about how they had never heard someone hate that movie so much. And actually, one, one of our listeners sent me a big message telling me about the reasons why they liked it and there was we we, we had it we had an understanding like yeah we had a conversation sure it's beautiful about it. it's just the fact that i uh, i like I, i'm 40 years old jonathan <laughs> and i'm not gonna see a regular love story about two humans it's boring mm. so i can see that's why i can see the appeal to mm. uh, shape of water at least one of them is a fish yeah. There's nothing special about being gay. Mute Emily fucks a me. trout. But I, but like we said when we did when you did the whole rant about uh, call, call me, me by, by your name, name, it's like yeah, but yeah, I suppose it's important. Yeah, 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 yeah I yeah, suppose yeah. it matters. It does. It looks boring as shit, but a lot of people love it. So I mean, uh, at least it isn't La La Land. Ooh. <laughs> I haven't made it through that film once. No, I have not. I you know Ryan. Whatever his name is, Gosling inventing jazz. I will tell you this. This is a pattern I've seen for a long time, being a geek and, uh, well, and a movie critic for a while. So for a time there, I saw saw everything. Mm. There's like a growing pattern of this is getting in a better, going in a better direction. Mm. Uh, The whole variety Mm -hmm. of uh, queer characters. And um, <clears throat> it's not really a variety right now, but it's turning into slowly a bit of a variety. Mm. Uh, and the fact is that I have always, what I've seen, like breakthrough in uh, uh, social uh, politics and stuff like that, whatever you're saying, in social things, mm. in movies, I've seen like five to ten years before in comics. Okay. So, because uh, in, in comics, we've already seen a gay wedding. We've seen oh, a bunch of gay weddings. Bunch of gay whole, weddings. Like gay X, superheroes. The, I think the weddings in X-Men are more often gay than not. Wolverine was gay for a while in X-Men. Uh, was he? Yeah, I saw this online the other day. There was a whole alternate universe where Wolverine had a, a husband. Oh, wonderful. Mm. Uh, so, uh, uh, and yeah, X-Men is always just a commentary about... Uh, the, the struggle of yeah, minorities. Minorities yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and then there's an awesome comic book called Authority where uh, there's uh, uh, two characters who are basically just uh, a more uh, complex version of Superman and Batman. But more, more violent, actually. Mm, mm. Uh, and they are, uh, they, are, they are a couple and that's never a secret and there's a lot of just kissing and we don't have full-on sex because it's uh, not that kind of comic mm. but we come in just after the climax and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's only a matter of time when that's going to be a movie. And uh, Black Panther which is just, uh, when I'm talking about minority, that's the most breakthrough movie. That's the biggest movie in the world right now. And that's mm. been a comic book since the 60s. Mm. So that's been, that's, this, this story was told year, decades before in comic form, mm-hmm. but not until it's a blockbuster, actually expensive movie, then it's a thing. Mm. So I think that's going to happen to uh, gays as well. I mean... We're going to get our superheroes. Uh, yeah, because culture is the one thing that's always evolving forward, even if we have, see, a step backwards here and there. Mm. Ultimately, we are, this, we, it's, it can only go forward because... Uh, 
that's how uh, well culture works. It's, and eventually, uh, the the um, conservative baby boomers who are in charge of everything will yeah. die. Yes, 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 and uh, yeah, they will spawn other conservative people, but they will not be conservative in the world compared to the world that they are born into. No. So uh, later, just with every generation, everything. I believe we'll get better. I still have that belief, even if we have uh, King Demon Sack of Orange Poop. Yeah. And in most governments in, in the Western world, the people behind the scenes are all gays anyway. Yeah. yeah like well, all, all the assistants, all the policy makers, all the, whether they're open or not, it's filled with gays. I'm sure that some of the lizard people are gay. Especially the ones. Oh, there's a gay lizard person in uh, Doctor Who. What? Yeah, a lesbian lizard. A lesbian lizard. <laughs> I am the lizard queen. <laughs> hey, I've got a gay to me straight for you, but right. it's actually more about. Um, I don't know. It's about kind of advice. Right. Um, so as you know, I've been hosting the drag shows mm. uh, here in Iceland since they started. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, if you c- go and watch the drag shows here in Reykjavik, you might not know this because almost nobody does. I was instrumental in their starting. Like I was part of, of the uh, people who made them happen originally. Mm-hmm. No one ever acknowledges that. Well, if you didn't know this, Jonathan will tell you. I will tell you. I will tell you. Um, but I'm kind of uh, in almost in a pre-morning period mm. because I have sensed that I feel my time is coming to an end mm-hmm. with them because I don't think they need me anymore. Yeah, but that's that, that can be good. It can be good. It can be good, but I'm sort of like, it's like a... A sadness in a way because I've enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I've really enjoyed it. It's been fun, um, but ultimately I have reached a point where they are amazing and mm-hmm. they're they're going places, baby. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're off to RuPaul's Drag Con next month. A lot right. of them, um, and their their performances are just up and up and up and up and mm-hmm. up. And a lot of them are starting to do hosting now and speaking on stage and they're getting very good at it. Mm -hmm. So I am seeing all the signs that I'm not a drag queen, (laughs) that eventually the time is going to, the time is going to come for me to lip sync for my life. (laughs) Um, And, uh, and I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm sensing an ending of a chapter. I, I'm, I might be wrong, but I have a feeling that they're not going to need me anymore. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, can't, you've been doing it for such a long time. Are you sometimes worried that if you do it for too long... I'll get it, sick of it? Just get sick of it, you will uh, get repetitive even. Mm. And, I sometimes, uh, and, or just stuck in a rut even. Yeah, and even actually one of them, because they have a group chat... Um, one of them sent a message today saying, oh, because there was a show last night because they do several shows a month now. Mm-hmm. I just host the main one. Um, and they said, one of the queens said, oh, I hope you don't mind that I, I made fun of you on stage last night. And I was like, I wasn't there, so mm-hmm. I don't care, you know, mm-hmm. but go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I actually went, I think people are sick of me anyway. And the response was, oh, no, I just made fun of your self-deprecating humor. Right. And right, right. It, it's like... <laughs> And, and that particular queen is very attractive. Okay. Uh, so a pretty person making fun of how I make fat jokes about myself is probably hilarious. Cool, cool, um, cool. But yeah, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm coming to terms with the fact that I feel like give it another year, someone else will be hosting it. 
Yeah. Yeah. So the question is? The question is, what do I do with that grief? For, yeah, I'm going to give you some straight advice. Okay. That's what you're asking me for. I'm asking for straight advice. <laughs> yeah. I want to know how to be emotional. Suck it up. I want to know how to be emotional. Grow some like, balls. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't cry like a homo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what do you, yeah, what do you do after that? Well, well, if I sense it's coming to an end, mm. I'm not going to stop it. No, I'm not no, going to clutch onto it because no, no, I no. think that's just stupid. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to suddenly go, I'm going to be a drag queen now. No, no. Um, cause there are people doing that. They don't need more drag queens. No, it's uh, it, like every uh, changing of the guard is yeah. necessary. Mm. Uh, uh, because if you go on for too long, then you will either everyone gets sick of you, or mm. you will become such an institution, such a factor to the whole element that, that it cannot survive. It cannot be replaced. Well, here's the thing: is like a year ago, yeah. it was like that, uh-huh. where I and and initially when it started, it was the fact that they had a great host that tied the show together mm. is what I kept hearing from the audience. Mm. People would say, oh, oh, you know, someone else hosted while mm. you're away. It wasn't as good. Mm. But now it's gotten to the point where they're great at it. Mm. But I, I do understand that people could become sick of me. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, you have to uh, replace. Uh, you have to. It's the, yeah, here's the straight. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's like a car. Mm. You're going to. Buy a new car. Yeah, you, you, you don't have to buy a new car. You have to pr- replace. Uh, no, I can't do the car analogy. I mm. don't even know the words. For, yeah, I, car parts. Car That's parts, the, yeah. yeah. You have to get a new part. But, um, yeah, no, no. What you do now is, I mean, you probably already have a list of things you want to do. Yeah. And you can do those things. You still have, you're still working as a comedian. So yeah. You still have that. And you can, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like whenever I uh, stop doing something I'm doing, I just feel it like an opportunity to do one of the many things in, in, uh, that I, I want to do. In fact, the fact that I'm constantly busy uh, gives me anxiety because it doesn't because I'm missing out on the things or other things I want to do, try and mm, do. Mm. So whenever uh, I have uh, suddenly a free time for something, I fill it up instantly with something else. I guess what I'm realizing is, and what makes it sad for me is that uh, I've talked to you about this before. Mm. Gay people don't come to see me perform. No, they don't. No. Straight people come to see me perform, right. and it's the one element of all the things that I do where I still get to be a part of the community mm-hmm. or the community get to see me doing something I'm good at. Yeah. And then I know that once that's over, then they won't see it anymore and I won't be part of the community. And it's, it's a, I mean, I've told you this before. It's such a weird thing because it's like great straight people come and see me and they love me, but I want so desperately for the gays to like me too. Yeah, yeah, I see that. I see that, yeah. It's such a weird... I guess maybe it's something you've never... Because the nerd community embrace you. I, f- I love it how I, you always go for the nerd thing. Well, like what that. else have you got? You're straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Enjoy your fucking miracle, man. I actually I actually sometimes I think, like, why am, why am I doing, like, nerd nights? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually think that way. This is not enough of you. Yeah, because I could do a lot of, like, people would just laugh at me just mentioning TV shows. Yep. I would just have to to quote the show. I would not even have to have to do my own material, which mm. is just, you should never think like that as a comedian. But 
Uh, yeah, I w- always thought that maybe maybe I can do a, a nerdy thing, but it's uh, but it's a totally different crowd than everything else because it's not no it's that's a part of society that's not known to be outgoing, mm. and we found out that they're more in staying. Uh, me and Ivar and Hepner that they found that out the hard way for the last couple of or triple of our uh, live. live performances yeah. when we came and there were just five people there. And we were like, okay, they they don't leave their house mm. because that's the way they work. And why would we expect anything else of them? And why would we even insist anything else of them? Because that's how you become a nerd. You stay inside and do nerdy shit. Mm-hmm. And that's and you just you either talk on the internet or over the counter at Nexus. Yeah. Uh, so, but uh, um, there is a nerd convention coming up uh, this fall, and uh, I think we will be doing some live things over there and that's that's when we'll have the crowd that we need mm. so maybe it will if that becomes a success it will be one live happening every year but uh, i think my big problem yeah you've helped me because this is swirled around in my brain if you yeah. talked about this is that there are two groups of people yeah that i have been like an overachieving student the overachieving child who's never acknowledged from mm-hmm. and I, I it doesn't matter what I do there's always this element of me that just wants acknowledgement mm-hmm. and it's the gays and Australians yeah yeah. and I think I just need to come to terms with the fact that I might never get it well not here in Iceland no it's not uh, uh, I think the whole the, the fact that uh, it's a small country yeah uh, there are different rules to everything so um you I mean you are doing really good with whatever crowd you have anyway mm, mm. which is something I should just be happy with yeah it's beautiful yeah. and uh, also uh, sh- should you focus uh, uh, on the whole gay thing? Never. No, yeah. Never. I should never. Like, it is it is a completely irrational thought. Yeah. Like, I, it, every agent would tell me what you're doing is right. Yeah, yeah. You're not focusing on this one tiny group of people, uh-huh. which I learned a long time ago, don't. Uh-huh. Get the straights on board, then the gays will come. Uh-huh. But there's still a part within me that wants to feel like my community embraces me for what I'm doing, it's uh, of course you f- would feel like that. Uh, I th- think the actual way to make that happen is reverse psychology in a way. Is that you shouldn't think about it. You should mm. not care about it because uh, because it will, uh, especially if it gets in your way. That mm. thought mm. because if if you don't if if you just start caring about your craft and and. Don't give a shit about the the clutter. Mm. Then that will uh, turn into confidence, which will bring anyone to you. Oh. you need. Out of the mouths of babes. Mm. Now it's time for the ants of, of agony. agony. And we have a question mm. from one of our listeners, mm-hmm. um, Mr. Morgan Tournadre. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's French, and he said... What is your theory about the raccoon being discovered in Reykjanes last month? P.S. I love you both. And the dead raccoon. May he rest in peace. Um, So, did you know about this? I heard about this. So, there was a raccoon that was found. They killed it Mm -hmm. because they're illegal here Mm -hmm. in Iceland. And they they were testing it to find out, uh, you know, what... If if it had diseases or anything. But the question is, how did it get here? 
A raccoon was uh, caught near Hafnir in Reykjavik yesterday. The animal was living in the burrow there. Raccoons are not native to Iceland but have been spotted here before. This raccoon was found by Birgir Hugsson and his dog Tyson. Uh, <laughs> the dog Good found point. it. The dog found it. We were looking for seashells in Hafnir. And I thought he was a, uh, he had found a mink. But when I heard different sounds come from the burrow, I investigated further, said Hugson, interviewed by Roof. The dog and the raccoon fought, and then Hugson shot it. He said it's... What? He was just carrying a gun? He probably went home and brought, got his gun or something. Oh. There's a lot of gun in, uh, guns in Iceland, but we just know how to treat them. It's, it's true. We have know how to use them. By not using them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Unless there's a raccoon. Yeah, and the gun owning ship is, I heard it's huge in Iceland. And I was like, really? Why, why, are, why aren't, is there, isn't there more gun violence? And the reason is because there's no, no fear mongering to speak of mm, mm. in media. Mm. So we don't, we aren't, we aren't instantly afraid of our neighbors. Yeah. Whoever is walking past our house. Well, we probably should be now. Yeah. Yes, especially because, if you're a raccoon. Yes. Well, the raccoon was probably, uh, you know, he, he he's not around from but around they here. said they've been discovered here before. So how but, do they get do they just jump on a ship and hide there? Yeah, in 1930 raccoons were imported to Iceland for their fur. They were imported by bookbinder Ársæll Árnason from Germany. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, okay, they're, they're imported from Germany. Mm. I, thought, I was going to say, Arsad Arnason is not a very German name. Mm. He lived in central Reykjavik and raccoons lived in his home in Solvatlagata. Oh, yeah, I have friends in Solvatlagata. They had cubs who were kept as pets by the family children. Eventually, th- thought, eventually though, the raccoons were sent to uh, a fur farm in Gardabær. Close right. to Copa, yeah. from which one escaped, and then they were sent to the Westman Islands, where they seem to have caused quite a ruckus. They were eventually killed. So, raccoons have a bloody history in Iceland. Uh, yeah, a lot of like, I think minks and like a lot of the animals in Iceland. They were introduced they were, for fur. Yeah, they were introduced to uh, by and they're settlers, pests, aren't they? I guess yes, uh, and uh, and uh, it's just it's it's a very Icelandic way to think. Thinking, oh, we have to shoot this. Mm. If we see a mink, like for example, when we were uh, me and my friends were staying in Galtavete, which is an isolated place, mm. and you can't get there by car mm-hmm. or, or anything. You can get there by boat or climbing over a mountain, and it, and there's a beautiful valley there, and there was one mink there, and the mink, uh, we just we knew that it would be bad, no matter how wonderful it was to have a, like a, a wild mammal there, um, or how, no matter how cute he was, we all knew that he was doing damage to the surroundings, which would just... Did he, you kill it? They killed my... I watched my friends kill it, and I took pictures. I watched my friends kill, kill it? it with rocks. <gasps> they surrounded it in the shore with the rocks and just started stoning it and eventually killed it. And I also took a picture of the carcass mm. after they uh, they killed it and uh, I mean it's not a beautiful thing but uh, the big picture it will kill a lot of the wildlife mm. so because they're carnivorous aren't they yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess the same logic goes uh, to uh, uh, raccoons who, who are even cuter 
the but if mix. the if the if the customs and things are so intense these days, mm-hmm. how did it get here? How did it get here? Uh, this is not my beautiful house, thought the mink. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I mean, how did a raccoon the get to Reykjavik? I remember news about bats in Iceland that what? got through. Like, got through. Uh, I f- probably flew into uh, uh, a f- like a sh- f- what do you call it? A, a container ship. Container ship. Yeah. Uh, filled with maybe a bat was eating an orange and then it just it got went put on in the, an orange or bat. the raccoon just. When, oh, there's food here. There's a million ways for an animal accidentally to get over to Iceland. It always get, goes into the news because the, the fact that we have something different than sheep and, uh, and birds, mm. is, um, that's always newsworthy. It's mm. almost, almost adventurous. I, rem- I remember a story about a crocodile, which somebody just smuggled as a pet to Iceland and then just grew bigger and he had to... Kill it, and then he didn't know how to hide the corpse, and they found the corpse. Carcass, I believe, is the word. Is corpse uh, only people? Corpse is people. Carcass is mm. uh, is animal. And you euthanize a person, and you destroy a dog. Yeah, and that's the that's the real problem here. The fact that we don't feel uh, we don't treat animals equally. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, I mean, so uh, that way of thinking, the whole um, uh, we should. Uh, yeah, but our life is sacred way of thinking. The, that, you know, if, you, if that's your feeling, then of course this is horrific, mm. the fact that he, he, he shot the, the, the raccoon, but maybe he was protecting his dog. But also, I mean, the world is so much sick in so many more ways than that. Uh, well, the question was, how did it get here? How did here? it get here? Yeah. And... And uh, is that the only question? There was one more. Uh. How would one hypothetically get rid of 600 high-powered computers without a- attracting too much heat? Asking for a friend. Why would you get uh, rid of 600 high-powered... Is, is this another thing that's uh, a news Oh, item? my God. You, the guy who escaped prison. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So he, he, he was in prison uh-huh. for um, stealing high-powered computers... That are involved in Bitcoin farming. Uh-huh. Blockchain, hashtag, other words I don't understand. Okay. Um, and <laughs> uh, something about that. I got someone once to try and explain Bitcoin to me. And he said, so there's this thing called the chain. And I went, forget it. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a, 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 a Bitcoin farm. Right. Uh, and this person was involved in the theft of high power computers. Right. Uh, and he was in a minimum security prison in Iceland. Mm-hmm. And he managed to use someone else's passport and escape to Sweden. Yeah. He got out through a window in a bathroom, I think. Mm-hmm. Got to the yeah. airport, hopped on a plane, the same plane the prime minister was on. Right. Uh, and made it to Sweden. So, oh, that's beautiful. Mm. Oh, yeah. Where he so, lived uh, like a king. There's a joke there about like, uh, so there were two criminals aboard that plane. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> but she's not a criminal. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, we have Kathleen. another one round. Yeah, right we now, have an, yeah. I always forget because mm. the other one was so memorable. And also because politics don't matter. It doesn't matter. Dying, uh, it doesn't matter. But I made a joke about it because mm-hmm. he used someone else's passport. So I was like, that is evidence officially that all Icelanders look the same. Yeah. That that the fact that he yeah he, he got, just used someone else's passport and the guy went okay yeah. it's you yeah yeah it's 
true. We do look a, a lot alike because that's only because we're all related, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, and he has to get rid of uh, the high part. How do you get rid of them without attracting too much heat? Colaportes? Yeah, Colaportes, obviously. Go to the flea market, to a local uh, hardfish smelling flea market and yeah. sell it there. Nobody will notice. Right next to Nazi memorabilia. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to know. I got to say, um, I'm so bad at Icelandic news. I don't follow it at all. Well, I only get I only... to see it when it's finally been translated into English. Right, yeah. And that one was big enough. The only way I... I, I the, uh, the, the My news outlet is dad jokes on Facebook. Mm-hmm. If whenever I see the same dad joke uh, three times, I go, oh... oh so there must be something going on. Is it like a prison break or something? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, so th- two dad jokes about raccoons. So, uh... So there's a raccoon in Iceland. The raccoon escaped prison. Yeah. <laughs> and is now farming bitcoins. Raccoons do look like like little animal criminals. They, they have a do. mask. They've got the little, the little burglars. <laughs> little burglar. <laughs> they just Yeah, maybe that's what maybe he he uh, raccoon had a rendezvous with the escaped prisoner. They yeah. were together in the Bitcoin. So it's a cover up. Yeah, yeah. And the uh, the guy who shot the guy who shot the the raccoon was probably like an assassin from mm, the mafia. Mm. Bitcoin gate. Yes. Was an inside job. It was an inside job. Well, it was outside with uh, with the raccoon mm, because mm. they're not but allowed But all the computers were in his burrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're not telling you. Yeah. Because they've already claimed the insurance money on the computers. It was an inside job as soon as the raccoon said, I'm in. <laughs> Uh, so shall we offer the motherfuckers some peace out yes peace out motherfuckers motherfuckers